Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day 19 of our 21 Days of Discipleship Devotion on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And the scripture's all up in this one, so Tori's just going to take it from here. Perfect. Let's do it. Today's devotional is titled King Jesus, and it says this. We've definitely seen throughout Jesus's life that his way of doing things is completely upside down and backwards compared to the world's way. So in the ultimate paradox, today we read about Jesus's crucifixion, which was actually his crowning moment. Wow. Paul, one of Jesus's followers, explains it like this in Philippians 2, 7 through 11. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to a place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. By his death, Jesus defeated everything that kept us from declaring him our rightful king. One of our pastors explained what Jesus meant when he said, It is finished. She writes, Not only were all the prophecies about the Messiah finished and done, but the work was finished. Death was finished. Sin was finished. Old religion was finished. Shame was finished. The punishment was finished. The enemy was finished. Wow, so good. Now we, as Jesus followers, get to live with an it is finished mentality. How do we live in light of the enemy's defeat and Jesus being king? Well, there's a lot of power in remembering that what Jesus has done for us cannot be undone. That's what finished really means. Don't buy into the lie that says your mistakes can somehow undo God's grace. It's not possible. There's nothing you can do to overturn the decision made by the Father to accept the death of Jesus on your behalf. Nothing. He's not changing his mind, so don't change yours. Continue to pursue God and allow him to make you more like Christ even after you mess up. We serve a king who didn't condemn us, but rather laid down his life for us. Yeah, I have a few thoughts on this, and I don't know if they parallel to the devotional perfectly, but there are things that I've experienced in my own life. The first quick one is I was on my phone. I was at the calculator. I saw this incredible analogy. I think I've even shared this on our main channel before. But I saw this incredible analogy, and it talked about how imagine that you have $86,400 in your bank account. So imagine you have that. Mm-hmm. And then someone came into your bank account, somehow they hacked it, and they stole $60 from you. Mm-hmm. Would you risk losing the other $86,340 to get that $60 back? Most of us would say no, because we don't want to risk losing the large amount for that small amount that was taken, even though it's unjustly taken, it is what it is. But then the analogy went further to say, well, we have 86,400 seconds in a day. 
And so whenever someone steals a minute or 60 seconds of your time, Mm -hmm. are you going to allow it to ruin your entire day? Yeah. And this whole idea of mentality is what I want to focus on right now. And the it is finished mentality, Mm -hmm. because I know a lot of us, myself included, we're living very reactively to life, not proactively knowing it is finished. If right. if we lived our life knowing that we have, quote unquote, that much money in the bank account, or we truly live this crisis savior and he, mm-hmm. he finished it, yeah. then we would tackle different issues very differently. We would love people very unselfishly. We would go about life very, um, in my opinion, a lot better. Yeah. And so this is something that I want to kind of even recover in our own life is like thinking about that mentality. It's like, okay, now I know that if someone leaves a rude comment or someone says something passive aggressive or this situation happened, that was just a few seconds of my day. I'm not going to allow it to ruin my whole day. But when it comes to life, I now am not going to allow little things to set me off because Christ has already paid the price. And I think the point that I'm trying to get to right now is that whether someone else steals that time from us. We can't let it affect the rest of our day. Mm -hmm. But just like the devotional said that whenever we stumble, Christ has not let us fall. And so if you are struggling with the sin right now, you have to know that Christ has paid for it. And that doesn't mean that we need to continue doing that, but we, we need to not let the enemy get a foothold to, to, to keep us from going mm-hmm. to God and asking for forgiveness, to repenting, yeah. to getting into a posture of worship. Because I know that the times I've fallen in the sin, the last thing I want to do is go pray. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is put on worship music. And guess what? That's the enemy getting what he wants. And while we don't want to cheapen the cost of what happens when we sin, mm-hmm. we don't want to discount the the price that he bought us with. Yeah, that's so true. I I think I shared this recently, but I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw this reel and this guy said, did you have a bad day? Did you have five minutes? And did you allow that five minutes to ruin your day? And it's so convicting to me because this happens to me way more often than I like to admit. I mean, even before we recorded this podcast, I was trying to get Micah down for a nap. And within 10 minutes, I had like, quote unquote, three failed transfers where he would like fall asleep on me. And then he would wake up when I went to put him in the crib. And I'm like, man, I feel like I'm starting my day on a, on a terrible note. Like I feel like I'm failing. And it was like, I was taking every time Micah woke up is like, a knock on me. Like I'm failing as a mom. And, and I was about to allow that 10 minutes to derail my entire day. And I do this so frequently where even Chad and I will get into a conversation and he'll say like one thing that like I take the wrong way that he didn't mean it that way. And it's like, it takes me so long to get over the fact that we were in a a tiff or an argument or whatever that might be. And what is it going to take for us to not allow those couple of moments to ruin our entire day? Mm -hmm. And so I agree with you that it really comes down to remembering um, what Jesus has done. I've also done this with shame where it's like internally I will be like, oh, I can't believe I did this. And instead of me running to Jesus, running to the cross, being reminded of truth, being reminded of exactly what this devotional is saying, that there is nothing we can do that will undo God's grace for our life. That's exactly what the enemy 
wants us to think. He wants us to think you are a terrible person. God is not going to use you now. And Mm -hmm. it leads you into that cycle where now I feel bad and we talk about it a lot, but it just leads you into deeper darkness versus, okay, I'm having a moment here. It's not that your feelings are invalid, but it's let me recognize the feeling I'm having and take it to the father quickly. Like if I'm feeling frustrated or if I'm feeling disappointed, if I'm feeling defeated or I'm feeling like a failure, I feel like, man, God, how could you love me in this Mm -hmm. moment? Let me take that feeling, recognize it, give it a name and bring it to God and surrender it to the Lord and say, Lord, please replace this feeling with your truth and restore my joy in this moment, restore my peace, restore that security of knowing that it is finished, that I work from a place of victory. I'm not working for victory. And I know it sounds cliche, but it's something that I feel like I struggle with on a daily basis. So I'm sure there's someone out there Mm -hmm. who also struggles with this. And we really do need to take back control of our mentality and perspective throughout the day. Yeah. And as you're saying that, it makes me, it reminds me that there's a greater feeling out there that will overtake overtake all those small feelings that we may have. And again, not to discount those feelings, but it's just to remind you of like, okay, like, if if you had a bad five minutes, which is I think like 300 seconds, well, guess mm-hmm. what? You still have 86,100 seconds to yeah. redeem yeah. the, that, that bad that five moment. minutes. Yeah. And so there's still a lot of hope for our day yes. and we can't lose hope when it comes to moments where we do stumble or we, we, yeah. we're close to falling because mm-hmm. Christ is constantly redeeming us and he's yes. redeeming the world. Mm-hmm. And we need to keep that mentality and let us let that carry us throughout yeah. our days rather than let it, letting the darkness that we've fallen into carry us. Yes. Amen. Grace down out. I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this reminder that it is finished, that your grace covers us every second of every day. Lord, I just pray right now for the gap in between the moment of stumbling or the moment of frustration or whatever that moment may be for those who are listening. And when we run to you, I pray that that gap would shrink dramatically, that little moments would not ruin and derail our whole day, but that as we bring that to you, Lord, you would restore our hope, restore our peace, restore our joy today. Lord, help us be led and driven by eternity and not by our feelings. We love you, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk scenes.